dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sure he did. Touchdown to Detroit Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week seven edition of the One Pridecast. I am Tori Petri, your host for this official Lions podcast, alongside former Lion and current Lions analyst Lomas Brown. Lomas, hey, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> we are fresh off of the bye week. We should yes. be well rested and ready to go. <laughs> uh, we did a lot of looking back last week on last week's bye week episode. So to start off today's episode, I'm going to ask you, Lomas, how was your bye week? It was great. I got a chance to relax, which is the purpose of the bye week. <laughs> Just buy and don't do anything. Got a chance to watch a lot of the football and watch some baseball too, Tori. So I All got right. a little, yeah, I'm getting a little bit into the baseball. So I'm expanding my horizons a little bit. All right. So you're not usually a baseball guy. No, not usually. I, I wait till it gets good and that's <laughs> in the playoffs. So I started yeah. watching now. O- yeah. October baseball is good stuff. It really is. Yeah. I like watching, this, especially those pitchers and everything. So too bad the Tigers might not see a little, you know, October <laughs> baseball in a while, but I like it when they get to this point of the year. Good stuff. And it's fun to be able to actually watch and enjoy football on the bye week, too, because you're so wrapped up in actually being at the game and, and traveling to games and all that kind of stuff. So to actually sit on the couch and watch Sunday NFL games is kind of a weird feeling. It was. And <laughs> what I got a chance to do was listen to all the other uh, um, um, color commentators. Ah, just good to point. see, yeah, just to see how they were doing things, see if there's anything that uh, I could use, and just seeing their delivery. So that helped me a lot. But it, you're right, it was so great not to have to worry about anything, just to get, like you say, just relax. Didn't have a dog in the race. So, all, <laughs> excuse me, a pony in the race. So I just got to sit back, like you said, and just relax and watch football, enjoy it. So, really, you were kind of working on the bye week. You, you I, were. Taking in information. Yes, I was. Yes, I was <laughs> absorbing information. I was, Tori. Oh, goodness. Well, I didn't do much of anything over my bye week. We mentioned it on last week's episode that I was a bit under the weather. Yes. I was I was playing hurt on last uh, week's episode when we uh, recorded on Wednesday. Uh, and the, it didn't get much better <laughs> over, over the weekend. So I spent my bye week recovering from getting sick. My sister, thankfully, I mentioned it last week, came into town. Uh, but she's a nurse. So yes. she just uh, she nursed me back to health over the Took weekend. Took care of you, then she, she did. Yeah. <laughs> now, this your big sister. This is my little sister. Little, oh, so yeah. little sister took care of the she big did. sister. She wow. did. Wow, yes. that special? Shout out to yeah. Savannah. We had a good weekend <laughs> together, even if it was mostly just laying at home <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm quite sure and then the cider mill that's the great time of this year right tori yes. fall because we didn't get that in florida nope. growing up me and tori grew up in florida so we didn't get the change of seasons the cider mill the donuts so it's a great experience i kind of love this time of the year yeah up here. so sunday i was finally feeling well enough to get out of the house and so that's what we did on sundays i took her to a cider mill so Got her to have some of those uh, cider donuts and uh, cider slushies, all that kind of stuff. So we had a good time. It it was enjoyable, even though it wasn't quite exactly how I planned for the weekend to go. (laughs) Uh, But, hey, I was forced to get some rest, right? So I should be feeling so rejuvenated now. And so should the Lions, right? (laughs) So should the players. Exactly. Because I'm quite sure a lot of those guys probably took advantage of it. I know I used to do it when I was playing. So you just want to relax, get away from everything. I wonder if those guys watched any football. That's what I would be interested in. How many guys actually watch some football during the bye week? I bet you a lot of them just want to get away from it for the weekend. It's their job. It's, you know, 
nice to get a little bit of a break from it sometimes. I absolutely. What did, what did you do? Did you watch football on your bye weeks I, when you were playing? Yeah. That, did I? You know, I didn't, Tori. <laughs> I, actually, I didn't unless unless it was the team, if, if the team was on that we were going to face. Okay. The next week, I might sneak and watch a lot. <laughs> but you're right. I, I really didn't want to watch any football because you're right. You're so consumed with it. That's all your life is, is football. You do want to get away from it. So, so that's yeah, that's a great point. Exactly. It's, it's a funny concept, I think, for people to uh, wrap their minds around. But, you know, most of us enjoy football as a leisure activity. But for these guys, it's their job. Yes. So, you know, you have a break weekend from your job. You don't want to consume more of your job you want to get away from it for a little bit and so when people put that in the context of like how they actually work what they do for their jobs it it makes total sense so I don't blame these guys for wanting to get away from it for a little bit I actually thought it was interesting uh on Lions Game Plan our show that we do on Fox Sports Detroit Glover Quinn told Matt Shepard that uh he thinks that guys need to be careful about coming back from the bye week feeling more rested than they did when they left because a lot of times the temptation is you have a couple days off go off and do something fun go fly home see family but you don't want to come back feeling more tired than you did before the bye that's a great point because I remember guys that used to uh, go out of town and you're right I, I think that's so hard to come back especially when you go out of town and you don't do anything football related then you come back in and it's all football related again. So that that is a great point by Glover and that that's a great point by a veteran player. You know, a guy that's been through, through those ropes and knows how it can get because right now, I mean, it's been pounded at them, pounded at them. And like I told you last week, the good thing too is the Lions, you can look at it mentally as getting another break during the Thanksgiving. So you can kind of look at, okay, we got this open week, but we know we got another, almost another open week coming up after the Thanksgiving break. So that's kind of something that the guys keep in the back of their mind too and know that they got that little time coming up too. Sure. Sometimes guys will go back and uh, attend a game from their Mm -hmm. college team. I did watch the Gators on Saturday play Vanderbilt. Uh, Obviously, you guys who are regular listeners, you know that Lomas and I both went to Florida. That game made me nervous. It did. Oh, my goodness, Tori. I'm telling you, at one point, I had to cut it off. I was like, 21 to what? We're losing like this. So So I was glad to see the guys come back. And Vanderbilt, they helped us some, too. So we know we're going to have to play better now. From now, we can't play that way against the rest of the teams we have. And there was a little scuffle there, too. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I missed that, yeah. Now, I seen the embrace with uh, co- the coaches afterwards, <laughs> and they said something about the embrace because it was a long embrace afterward, and they Maybe said they were friends. Maybe some words exchanged. But it seemed like it was friendly words because right. it was a long embrace, so it seemed like it was some friendly words because I don't think they would have been hugging right. that long if it All was right. some bad I didn't, words. I did not see the post-game hug, but yeah. uh, at least our Gators came out with the win. Yes, so overall, a great bye week. I'd say it was successful, even though it wasn't exactly how <laughs> I planned to spend mine. Uh, I'm glad that it happened on the bye week and yes. not on a regular season week because I would have been completely out of commission. So thankfully, we are back to work. We yes. are uh, talking about Lions Dolphins this weekend, so we're going to look ahead a little bit to that. Something important from practice today it was kind of the first practice we got to observe uh, heading into this game after the bye and we talked last week about the Lions needing to get healthy and they got some players back out at practice today TJ Lang was practicing again Ziggy Ansah was out at practice Michael Roberts uh 
That's that's good news for right. Lions, right? That's great news. So, all right, Tori, full disclosure for everyone out there. I am a Dolph fan. Grew up in Miami. Uh-oh. Rooted for the Dolphins. That's so. That's my number one team. So I just want to just put that <laughs> out there now. But I am a Dolphin fan. So, but yeah, you're right, Tori. It's so great to have those guys out there. You know how I feel about TJ. I feel he is the glue to that offensive line, and when he's out there, that line performs a lot better. Ziggy, oh my gosh, man. I can't wait to see what he's going to bring to the pass rush because we need him, you know. I I just think the pass rush could go to another level with Ziggy there. We've seen what the impact he had before he got hurt. Uh, I think he had a couple of sacks in that game before he got hurt. So hopefully we'll get him back. And, you know, I was sorry to hear about Jamal having to go down on IR. That's my guy. I love Jamal. Great guy. Gotten the chance to know him. And love him. And that kind of hurt me to see him go down because uh, think about him. He played all three areas of the ball, Tory, yeah. special teams, defense, and offense. So Jack of all trades. Absolutely. So that's a big blow for us, and hopefully we'll be able to fill some of those voids that he won't be there. So I'm I'm glad that we are we have gotten healthy through the bye week, and hopefully we can continue to get healthy and keep guys healthy. It's going to take multiple guys to fill in Jamal Agnew's roles because he has so many of them. Um, But Returner is one of the ones to keep an eye on. Uh, Of course, Golden Tate's done it in the past. Amir Abdullah has returned kicks, but he might end up uh, returning punts. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Uh, Brandon Powell has been inactive for uh, this season so far, but he's a Gator that could end up uh, being active on Sunday in Florida. Uh, He's from South Florida down there, I believe. So it should be interesting to see what happens with that and who steps in at a punt returner. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens with that. And, you know, I'm quite sure the coaches are thinking about that. But you're right. When you have a guy like a Jamal Agnew, a Swiss Army knife or a utility knife like him that could do so many things, you could just see what one guy, especially who affects all those three areas, one guy missing how it can affect the rest of the team. So it's going to be some decisions made by the coaching staff to see who's going to fill his position. Football season is upon us. Don't miss the Detroit Lions take on the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday, October 28th at 1 p.m. at Ford Field. Tickets are on sale now. Call 800-745-3000 or visit DetroitLions.com. Speaking of who's on the field for the Dolphins, we learned this afternoon, Mm. uh, Wednesday afternoon when we are recording, uh, that Ryan Tannehill will not be playing for the Dolphins on Sunday. Uh, It's been a bit of an interesting storyline to follow this week. It was kind of last minute on Sunday that Brock Osweiler ended up starting in that win over the Bears for the Dolphins. Uh, And then this week it has been kind of up in the air. Is it going to be Ryan Tannehill? Mm. Is it going to be Brock Osweiler? Uh, The Lions seem to be in practice preparing for both guys, and and Matt Patricia has talked about what that's like preparing for both guys. You even prepared for both guys as as (laughs) the uh, announcer. So tell me what stands out about Brock Osweiler. What do the Lions need to know about this guy since they know that that's who they're facing now? Well, to me, I I think it should be a good matchup for us. One, because he's not a real mobile guy. He's a guy that's pretty much going to be in the pocket. He, He tries to scramble a little bit, but he's such a long guy. He doesn't do that well. So, To me, I don't think the Lions have to worry about this guy breaking contain and doing some of the things, say, like Aaron Rodgers or some of those other quarterbacks do once they get out the pocket. 
He has flashes, though, Tori. I mean, from watching him against the Bears, he has some flashes where he – I mean, he throws a pretty ball when at, at times, and he could get it in there. But the one thing that I notice is he's going to give you an opportunity, at least a couple of opportunities a game. He's going to give you an opportunity to pick off the balls. Mm. And that's what I'm hoping our defense could take advantage of when he does give them the opportunity because he is going to do that. He's prone to do that. So I think um, they'll have a couple of opportunities to maybe pick him off. Maybe that could change the field position. And I'm seeing that Miami's trying to run the ball. They want to try to run the ball. I don't think they want to turn it over in Brock's hand, put it in his hand. I think they would really like to have more balance where they can run the ball uh, with Drake and some of the running backs that they have over there. So, again, I think it's a favorable matchup for us because he's not a quarterback that you have to worry about getting out the pocket, extending plays that much, and he is a guy that's going to give you an opportunity to uh, get a couple of turnovers throughout the game. How about that game against the Bears on Sunday? What a oh. crazy game going into overtime. And yes. then Miami fumbles it, and then the Bears missed the field goal. It was a wild they, one. They had, and and I think, I don't know, I, I just think maybe the weather might have got to the Bears late mm. in that game. But the Bears, they should have won that game. You're right. They had a couple of opportunities. They had an opportunity to win that game late and then get it done. Uh, so it was a good game. I thought the Bears were going to pull that out. You got to give Miami credit, though. They hung in there, and they were able to make the plays that they had to make. So it was a good victory for Miami. They should be feeling confident, a back-to-back home game. Now they got Detroit coming down there to visit them at home. I think they, they haven't lost a game at home this year, so they play very well at home. So it's going to be a challenge for us going down there on the road. But I think it's something that can get done. I I really do. Yeah, you mentioned the weather and you mentioned that home record. Adam Gase was asked about that on his conference call today, and he talked about it. He compared it to Denver, Mm -hmm. uh, about how the guys in Denver just have this mentality, whether the air in Denver affects opposing teams or not. The guys in Denver have this mentality of we are better in this because this is where we live and where we practice. And the same is kind of true of those Miami players of, hey, we can deal with this heat. We can deal with uh, playing in these conditions because this is where we live. This is where we practice. Uh, So that is definitely something that will be interesting on Sunday. And it's been a hot topic of conversation. I mean, we are here in Michigan. You and I know we (laughs) came from Florida. We know what that weather is like. Uh, And it's definitely different than what the Lions have here this week. It is in the 40s it is cold it is windy Uh, and you can't get ready for it Tori it's no way think about it it's no way of getting ready for that heat yeah uh the forecast for Sunday I looked it up it's a high of 87 as of as of Wednesday when I looked up the forecast high of 87 75 percent humidity and a 40 percent chance of rain see and that's gonna be the problem and again I played in Arizona with the Cardinals and we used to and we used to openly talk about how we're going to use the heat as an advantage right. and we used to talk about if we get teams to the late third quarter we should be able to take advantage of them because we know the heat is going to start affecting guys. So they talking about it. Miami's mm. talking about it. That's part of their game plan. If they're looking at things, because we used to do it in Arizona, and it was a weapon, and I remember that. So I, And I also remember being with the Lions and going down to Tampa Bay every year. And, the, and I tell you what, Tori, almost 
those every year. They used to beat us going down there. And the weather, again, towards the end of the game, the weather becomes a factor. So it'll be important for the Lions to stop the run. They don't want them to start running the ball and eating that clock up and keeping that defense, the Lions' defense, on that field. And I think that's probably going to be the game game plan that Adam Gase comes up with against the Lions this Sunday. Yeah, and that has been something that the Lions have struggled with uh, in the first five games of the season is stopping the run. So that will definitely be important on Sunday. Now, we talked about that home record that Miami is undefeated at home so far this season. Why do you think that is? Is it the weather? I mean, we don't really think of Miami Dolphins fans as the rowdiest crowd in right. the NFL, like maybe you think of Seahawks fans uh, or, or some teams like that. So I think that that is so interesting that they play so well at home. Why Why do you think I, that I is? I think it, it's, it probably has something to do with the comfort zone, them being in their comfort zone. You know, again, we are – uh, creatures of habit. We like things to be the same. You like to sleep in the same bed. You like <laughs> to do these things, eat at the same restaurant, get your car washed at the same place. Those are things we like to do. And at home, when you have a home game, that provides more stability to me than on the road in the different hotels, so, so on and so on. That's one of my guesses why they could be as good. I, I'm with you, Tori. As professionals, the weather, yeah, it could play a factor in that. But as a professional, you're you you're supposed to weather that. That's it, that's <laughs> not yeah. Good I one. like that. No pun intended. <laughs> hey, but no, but you are. So you you know that's not supposed to be a factor that comes in. So it's really I really don't know if I do have an answer for you why they're so good at home. Maybe again, maybe comfort of being home, and maybe the weather has a little bit to do with it. Well, since you've watched uh, some more of the Dolphins this week. What stands out to you about them? You mentioned being able to stop the run is going to be key. What what else do you think the Lions need to look out for in Miami? So, again, they didn't have their best pass rusher. He wasn't in the last game I watched. But I tell you what, the guy that they had there, he does a nice job of coming off the ball. They like to get pressure on you with the front four. They got some pretty good, pretty decent, all right, defensive backs. I don't think – their defensive backs one-on-one can hang with our receiving group. I really don't think that. But they do pride themselves getting pressure. And the linebacker's not bad. The Kiko, uh, I think it's Alonzo, he's pretty good. He's all over the field. He's a guy that jumps out at you on um, tape. But other than that, I, I just think we with Matthew – a good running game, and our receivers, we should be able to make hay against their defense. I really feel that way. And like I say, with Brock Osweiler, he's going to give us an opportunity to take advantage of some turnovers. We just got to be ready for it. Definitely an interesting game for the Lions to come back to off of their bye week. It and is. It should be fun to get back to football. <laughs> yeah, it really will be, too. And then, like it's yeah, AFC. So the good thing, at least it's an AFC opponent. So, again, AFC is not an NFC opponent. And it's the Miami Dolphins. I think, like, the Dolphins may feel like they have an advantage. We should feel that way. We should feel like we could go down there and impose our will on those guys, do what we like to do. And I know one of my colleagues don't like that word, imposing their will. He'll know what I'm saying. But 
they should be able to go down there and really get what they have to get done against the uh, the Miami Dolphins. Are you, you should give the pregame speech, Lomas. I know. Impose your will. <laughs> go get them. <laughs> well, we've talked a lot about the weather. And, Lomas, you know we always wrap up with a trivia question. Oh, yes. Let's do this. <laughs> ah. This is a little bit of a shorter episode since we talked so much last week about reviewing the last five weeks of the season. And today was mostly just looking ahead. Uh, so we are wrapping up a little sooner than we usually would. But we don't want to wrap up without giving you guys our trivia question. Yes. Uh, so this one is going to be a weather-focused question because oh, the weather wow. is such a hot topic. Okay. Get it? Hot oh, topic of conversation. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's the trivia question, guys. So according to Pro Football Reference, the hottest game on record that the Lions have ever played was in Arizona. I want you guys to tell me when it was and what the temperature was. So tell me the, the, the date of the game and what the temperature was. Mm. At least, at least the season of the game, the, yeah, the year, the year, the year the game happened, and then what the temperature was. If wow. you guys can find that, so <laughs> if you know the answer, tweet it to at Lions, and you can win an autographed prize. We love giving those autographed prizes away every week for the trivia question answer, uh, and we love that you guys participate in it every week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the One Pridecast on this Week Seven edition, and of course, as always, we will see you next week.